Hello, beautiful people. This is Trisha. Welcome to my podcast, Words of Life, where we discuss faith-based topics to encourage, empower, and uplift you to become the best version of who God called you to be. Now, have fun and listen to the episodes. Hello and welcome back to Trisha's podcast, Words of Life. I hope you're doing well, my sister, my brother, my friend. And today we're going to dig into some juicy truth of the Word of God coming out of the New Testament, the book of Galatians, a very small book. It's not, you know, plenty of chapters, but very, very powerful book. Galatians chapter 3, verses 26 to 28. I'm going to read as almost uh, any time the NIV, the New International Version translation, okay? So in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. For all of you who were baptized into Christ Jesus have closed yourself with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male or female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. So, I mean, this is a very beautiful and powerful scripture. And I would recommend for you to read the whole chapter because it speaks about faith or works of the law. So it's a very um, beautiful breakdown. It goes very deep, very profoundly explained by the Apostle Paul, uh, which wrote most of the New Testament anyway. So um, yeah, he was a brilliant man. He knew the law to perfection. He knew, um, you know, everything a Jew was supposed to know. He was uh, multilingual as well. So he was a very intelligent and intellectual, educated man, very well spoken. So yeah, he was, yeah, pretty much the big deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was the man, okay? So, um, but very humble at the same time, which is necessary as a child of God. But anyway, uh, so in the last chunk of that chapter three in Galatians, he breaks it down, what it means to be children of God. Um, yeah, so, and I'd like for you to listen to this um, beautiful um, commentary about what does Galatians 3.26 actually mean, okay? So I'm going to read it uh, out to you, and, um, and then we're going to discuss this further. So it says, Paul concludes uh, a thought begun in the previous verses. He has been showing that the law of Moses served a vital role in the life of Israel, the people of Israel, yeah? But only for a temporary season, only for a temporary season. Uh, because, you know, the law, this is what I'm going to add, the law was never God's, God's first plan or God's idea or God's intention to uh, put laws on us. Uh, because before the fall, you know, everything was perfect and we didn't need any laws, Okay, everything was in balance and perfect harmony. But when humanity fell into sin through Adam, obviously, you know, um, God 
uh, at some point, and it wasn't even immediately, it was, I think, hundreds of years later that he actually introduced the law through Moses. And, you know, he started with the Ten Commandments and all of that. And then, you know, many, many more uh, laws were laid upon the people of Israel just to kind of, um, you know, put boundaries to, um, you know, sinful living or sin, because sin was basically destroying people and it was having very, you know, heavy consequences on people and the earth and creation. And also God was, you know, not able to look at that anymore because, you know, God is still holy, so he cannot tolerate sin. Uh, at some point, he has to put a boundary to it. And that's why he brought the law into it. And also to show people, you will never, ever be able to meet my standard. If you think you can be as holy as I require you to be without me giving you the grace and my son as a sacrifice, you really are living in a lie. If you believe you can do it on your own or at all. <laughs> so, sorry. So that was just my answer. <laughs> previous uh well for the first not previous but for the first chunk of the com commentary but anyway let me move on with the commentary uh so temporary season and then it says it was similar to a kind of tutor tutor or guardian to the nation of israel steering them through the minefield of sin and its consequences without ever being able to uh free them uh from the imprisonment to sin did you get that? Let me repeat it to you. It was a similar uh, to a kind of tutor or guardian to the nation of Israel, steering them through the minefield of sin and its consequences without ever being able to free them from the imprisonment of sin or to sin. Galatians chapter 3 uh, verses 19 to 25. You can read that there. And then it goes on the commentary and says, When Christ came, however, the guardian of the law was no longer needed, no matter what the uh, Judaizers said uh, to the Galatians Christians. Uh, it was not necessary for any of them to continue to follow the works of the law. True freedom from sin is now available to those who by faith receive the gift of Christ's death for their sin on the cross. In fact, uh, being in Christ by faith causes believers to become children of God. Paul is making a huge statement here. He is writing to non-Jewish Christians and calling them children of God, another step up from his previous description of them as Abraham's children by faith. Okay, and the last chunk of the commentary says, Paul's teaching was the Gentiles no longer needed to think of themselves as lesser members in the family of God. All who trust in Christ for salvation are full sons and daughters of God Almighty with all the rights and privileges that most, and sorry, the privileges that comes with that. All rights and all privileges, privileges, all rights and privileges that come with that by receiving Jesus Christ as your salvation as your lord and savior okay so that is what i added at the end <laughs> i always have to add something but anyway this is um coming from bible ref so i just um read this commentary and i thought 
let me add this to my episode today. Okay. So sometimes I just read articles and I just include them in my podcast. I apologize if I don't always give you the reference from where I got it from. Um, and I hope this is not illegal. <laughs> I'm not trying to break any law. So if I am doing something wrong, please let me know and correct me, uh, make me aware of this. Okay. But I don't think it's something wrong to, you know, just read anything that I find on the internet to you. But anyway, long story short, uh, what I want you to uh, take out of this episode today is that you are a child of God now. If you have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are, first of all, a new creation in Christ. You are forgiven, you're justified, uh, you are the righteousness of God in Christ, and you're a new creation in Jesus and your spirit is made completely new. That's why you are a new creation in Christ in your spirit. And then that transitions bit by bit uh, into your soul. And that is then, you know, manifested in your character, your behavior. So it's a heart transformation first and then follows the behavior modification accordingly to that. Uh, and that can take time and it needs the grace of God anyway. Okay. Um, yeah. So... You are a child of God through faith, faith in Jesus Christ, you know, and, and then he says you were baptized into Christ. Yeah. Have closed yourself with Christ. So basically what he's saying is you are now the ambassador and representative of Jesus Christ on the face of the earth. Okay. You are now here to actually represent Jesus, <laughs> you know, and that's why the Bible also says that we are the body of Christ. We are his hands, his feet, uh, his legs, his arms, uh, his mouth. Yeah, but he is the head of the body. Jesus is the head of the body, okay? So he is the chief executive, okay? <laughs> He's the CEO, okay, of heaven and earth and the universe. That's how, how I call him. <laughs> but anyway, um, so... And now that you are, fa you know, a family member, you are basically part of the you know, family of God, um, you know, you are spiritually in a, a different position than people are that are not saved by grace through Jesus Christ. You know, you are definitely spiritually in another position. And basically, you know, there is another verse, I think it's in Ephesians, where it says we are seated in heavenly places, you know, um, let me see. Um, let me pull it up for you. Heavenly places. Yeah. I think it's in Ephesians. Yeah. It should be. Oh, is it? I think it is in Ephesians. Okay, let me check it. Yeah. Ephesians 2, 4 to 6. Yep. But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved and raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Okay. Now we are, you know, seated in heavenly places already. Our eternal life has already started here on earth. And then we will transition into heaven and be with God and have our eternal life continued. It's a transition, okay? Um, 
just because you will be dead physically, it doesn't mean that your soul and your spirit are dead. They will carry on and go into uh, eternal life um, with God. Okay. So, and you know, there is so much inheritance uh, as, as, as a Christ follower that we have. And actually, you know what? I'm going to read it out to you. Hold on. Uh, because I think you need to hear that because this is part of being a child of God. Okay. Now, and the heritage, yeah, is the following. All right, so I'm going to start with the New Testament uh, because I think that's more appropriate because we are a new covenant Christians. So not, it's not the old covenant of the Old Testament that has been abolished. We are in the new covenant now, and it's even a better covenant now from the New Testament. Okay, and it says in Romans 4, 13, for the promise to Abraham or to his descendants that he would be heir of the world was not through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. There already, yeah, even with Abraham, you know, even before Jesus Christ came into the world and died for us, for our sin, to justify us and forgive us and make us righteous, already, even with Abraham, God counted his faith when he came to his righteousness, yeah? But anyway, and then in Matthew 5, 5, it says, Blessed are the gentle, for they shall inherit the earth. Okay. Um, and then in Psalm 37, 11, it says, But the humble will inherit the land and will delight themselves in abundant prosperity. Yeah. Ephesians 1, 11 says, Also we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined, according to his purpose, who works all things after the counsel of his will. All right. And by the way, just a little nugget, a little footnote, yeah, uh, <laughs> in the side way, yeah. Let me just chunk that in. Uh, when you pray and it's not according to the will of God, I can guarantee you it's not going to happen. <laughs> Because God, you know, will never agree to something that is not according to his will. And particularly if it's not good for you, even like even less. OK, first of all, it has to be his will. And only then you will get your prayer answered accordingly to whatever you've pr been praying. Um, and, and there is scripture for that as well. But I'm not going to pull that up. You can you can seek it for yourself. If you don't believe me, Google it. <laughs> and then. First Peter 1 Peter 1.4 says, To obtain an inheritance which is imperishable and undefiled and will not fade away, reserved in heaven for you. And then... Colossians 3.24 says, Knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance inheritance it is the lord christ whom you serve um but there is much more i know there is much more where you know um hold on 
that I, I want to share with you um, that is actually more, more than inheritance is, is about identity, yeah, in Christ that you receive as an, it's also, you know, heritage really, but, um, you know, because you, you, you receive it after you have been born again and spirit filled, okay? So, and there is uh, many verses that actually refer to, you know, um, what your identity is in Christ. So, there you go. So, we've got here um, a few verses to identity. So, um, so there is no condemnation for us as soon as we receive Christ. Romans 8, 1. And then we can never be separated from God's love. Romans 8, 39. We who are many form one body, Romans 12, 5, the body of Christ, as I mentioned before. We have wisdom from God, 1 Corinthians 1, 30. Our labor is not in vain, 1 Corinthians 15, 58. We are a new creation, which I've repeated a thousand times in this episode, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. We become God's children, Galatians 3, 26. That was the main verse today. We have every spiritual blessing, Ephesians 1, 3. And I could go on and on and on and on. This is like never ending, basically, almost. So it's huge, the, you know, heritage and the, the identity that we receive in Jesus Christ by being saved through his sacrifice, okay? This is huge. Anyway, I'm going to leave you now. Drop the mic and I'll talk to you later. Thank you for joining and listening to my podcast today, Words of Life, where we discuss and talk about faith-based topics. Every episode is meant to encourage, empower, and uplift you and to become the best version of who God intended you to be. Please take your time and listen to my episodes, but also visit my blog where I write articles at least once a month on trishabritannia.com blogspot.com trishabritannia.blogspot.com Thank you and have a lovely day.